what's going to get better about it than the current conversation we're having? <laughs> this is the beginning of the podcast, which may be weak or strong. You may listen to all of it. You may not. Whatever. We wish we cared more, but we don't. Hold up. Hold up. I uh, I worked on something very hard, guys. Ooh. And this may just replace PK's intro. Oh, really? Wow. Well, our audience was kind of split on uh, whether or not, you know, we should uh, have intro music or not. And now that I just closed it for some reason, that kind of breaks up the um, the episode. But I, I worked on intro music for us here, guys. Let's hear this music. I'm Are pumped. you guys ready? I'm pumped. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking pumped. Cranked up. Here, one sec. Um, yeah, so I worked really hard on this. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it, and I hope that our audience as hard as Brendan worked on the Heitman Academy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't 10x it, so we'll see. But uh, are you guys ready for the uh, the intro music? I'm ready for the intro music. The not our finest hour intro music. Here it goes. <laughs> Welcome to the Kid. Not Our Finest Hour podcast with King, the Landscape Daddy, and I am a hardscaper. On this show, we talk shit. Your host, Haver King, the Landscape Daddy, runs a successful seven-figure business and has over 20 years in the industry. The kid has learned some valuable lessons he wants to share with you. The principles discussed will energize and empower you to crush your goals. And now from the studios, <laughs> not our finest hour podcast with your host, Aver King, the landscape daddy, and I am a hardscaper. So then this is where we start talking while the, the music oh, keeps going. Oh, well, it's, whew, yeah, that is. What do you guys think? The most, I was pr- one of the most original intro musics I've ever heard. Yeah. That must Absolutely. be from uh, Mrs. Producer. Miss. Well, I would—I don't like to be called that, but I mean, we can think of a different name for me. <laughs> so uh, I guess the audience can vote whether or not they want to hear that uh, each and every week. I, I don't know. I think that we should cut this part of the podcast and put it on Instagram and have a vote. <laughs> if they, they like that intro music for us, I, I feel it was effective, catchy. I'm not sure if I've ever heard it before. Uh, it rings a bell. I, it seems that I, I don't know. I there's like talk Minaj, about kids in there. <laughs> Nikki, I feel like Nicki Minaj is going to bust us for samples. <laughs> I don't know if that clip is for everyone. That's uh, bite. <laughs> that not might be really our Caleb's sure. corner. I don't know. I went to my parents on uh, Sunday to visit. And my mom presented me with a shirt, and on the front of the shirt, it says, not for everyone. Really? It says, I'm not for everyone. I was like, thanks, mom. Nothing Did like she listen to the podcast? Uh, I think she listened to some of the initial episodes to try and so it looked like some people were listening because she loves me. And she was worried <laughs> that perhaps no one would give a fuck about what I was doing. <laughs> Oh, she thought she would listen to a few episodes. I don't. I think my dad still listens. I don't know if she does. But like she says, I'm not for everybody. So I think she might have heard that episode where we're not for everyone. But we have a. I don't. We need to get an official episode 
the first time we mentioned that we're not for everybody. Someone will have to go back in the catalog and find back the in the catalog and discover when we just we've that could we've be a got shirt. quite the catalog. We're not coming for out every year now, like a hundred, right? Hundred what episodes? episodes? You think no? Well, fifty maybe. Plus yeah. So 50, I, uh, next like, week will be our hundredth episode. This is episode ninety eight, ninety nine. Next week is a hundred and a hundred and one. Wow. That's crazy. Are we going to do anything special? Probably do we have anything planned. I probably should probably have not. saved that intro music for uh, the episode one hundred. Well, we should replay it for the hundredth episode. Yeah. Well, I might make a, a new one. Like I might make multiple and kind of compare them and yeah. see kind of what our audience likes. So I bet, I bet there's some other music that you could copy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's maybe a couple other intro we should try a di- few different intros yeah i've got other ideas in mind so you've got uh, some other, original some other you know, things back in so we instituted a bunch of new rules at our company because the owner of the company is a total failure and has let things really go to shit so uh we instituted a bunch of new rules today and one of the rules was that you can't have personal effects in the company trucks that you have to take your stuff with you every night because you never know what truck you might end up in the next day. And so you can't have personal effects in the company trucks. So smart being that one of the trucks is actually my personal truck <laughs> that I own, but I is part of the fleet. Now I may have had some personal effects in it. So being that I am, I don't want to disappoint the owner further than I've already disappointed him. I decided to get all my personal effects out of the truck today. So as I was emptying my personal effects out of the truck, the my pers- I took a picture of them, my personal effects. It consisted of seven knives and the, my uh, backup chain. So I have a backup chain in case something happens to this one. Uh, a cigar cutter and two cigars. And that was my personal effects that were in the truck. And I was like, well, it wasn't that many personal effects, but I can't argue that they weren't mine. So I thought that was funny that I was cleaning my personal effects out of my personal truck. But if I don't, if I don't take the rules seriously, who will? So there's no exemption for the boss. Nope. Do as I do, not as I say. Well, the boss has been a total disappointment last 18 yeah. months. So we're trying to get not him a back. Total on, disappointment. Trying Everybody to get still him, got their paychecks. Trying to get him back on track. You know. trying to uh, get him to clean up his fucking act. So, um, no, he's been pretty disappointing and disorganized and fucked up. So we're going to, we had a big talk with him this morning. Everyone was there and we had a big chat and we are making some changes as a, as, as a group. So, uh, but yeah, you gotta, this is, I, I need some extreme ownership over the situation because it's no one's fault, but mine. So, but we are going to battle forward. Is that the only new rule that you implemented in the company? No, there's a whole bunch of new ones. They're pretty basic stuff that I just wasn't fucking doing. So there's that. Hmm. Yeah. We uh but we did uh yeah, there that was the uh, cleaning cleaning out the personal effects kind of hit me hard because I was cleaning the personal effects out of my personal truck. And I was like, man, that sucks. It's like mine. Yeah. Like I've had it for five years. I bought it and paid for it. Like I had it before the company started, but I need to get my personal shit out of this motherfucker. So I took it out. Because so if who you're takes not your truck, if it's not you, 
like anybody. I never drive my truck. Yeah. I never, I drive the Veloster. The company's not in a position for me to, but sorry. How many employees do you have? Nine. Holy shit. That's a lot of workers. How many do you have? As much as us. We have nine. We had like 14 last year. Holy cow. Trim the fat over the winter. No, people left. They thought the boss was a disorganized fuck. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. They all there was a story with all of them. I don't think it was all bad. I think that some of it was definitely the boss is a fucking disorganized fuck. Some of it wasn't. But yeah, we have nine currently. There's nine six field staff, three drivers. Hmm. And then me. Which I guess I should count myself as like a driver because I was emptying my personal shit out of the trucks. (laughs) So I don't think I really count as the owner. Which maybe that's the problem with the owner. He doesn't act like the owner at all. (laughs) What does an owner act like? Because I've been over the past two weeks, I've been struggling with this. I've been doing a lot more driving. I feel myself getting out of shape. Um, This week, actually today, I walked up and down. Remember I told you about that big uh, driveway apron job? Yes. Um, So I wheeled that one out today just to make sure I ordered the right amount of material. And I went down one side of the driveway and came back up the other side. And by the time I got to the top where my truck was, I was huffing and puffing so hard that I had to get in the truck and leave because I was embarrassed <laughs> that the other guys would see me almost having a, a fit on the. On the real the question is, did you order enough material? Yeah. Well, no, because yes, because I ordered it after the fact that I measured it. I don't know. Right. I honestly, I don't know how an owner acts. I, I've concluded it's not like me. That I know. I'm pretty confident it's not like me. Um, yeah. But I'm trying hard to be different, I guess. Because um, the current version, I'm a pretty unhappy person. So I'm really? hoping under the new version... Maybe I'll be a more happy person. And if the new version, I'm not a happy person, then I think I need to conclude that I'm just not built for business ownership, which is okay. That's all right. I like, like my old boss always said, you're a great number two. You'll never be a good number one. So that was his words of encouragement to me on an almost weekly basis. So, which is okay because right now, as much as I dislike the guy, he's absolutely fucking right about the situation. So you can't doubt him. Maybe he's smarter than I thought. But do you think uh, that this is just like a season of business? No, this is me fucking up things for a long time. Oh. But it all comes to a head, right? So it's just me making stupid, terrible decision after stupid, terrible decision. So we shall see if I can dig myself out of stupid, terrible decisions. You well, never you know. always become a public speaker. Oh, you're good at well, that. <laughs> this podcast does bring in a lot of money. Yeah. This is the retirement plan. It brings in the amount of money that I generally bring in for, bring in for things that I do. So, <laughs> uh, the one thing that I am always very thankful for is that when times were good, I maintained and lived exactly the same lifestyle. I lived my whole life so that when times were bad, they weren't as bad as they could have been. 
or are bad. We're bad. I like I that. Don't. You've just never yeah. lived beyond your means, right? I'm sure I it's still live well below my means. Which is, I, I'm sure you'd rather live below your means than go to jail for stealing people's estimates or stealing yes. people's stealing people's money. Yeah, money and never following that's through why, on their job. That's well. I think that one of the reasons that you know being, I guess Kelly and I being fiscally responsible and living far b- below our means. I guess, um, I guess really like for me, I don't really care about anything that except that the kids have the opportunities they want. The rest of it, I couldn't give a shit. Like, I don't care about driving Veloster. I don't give a shit about my pickup truck has 400,000 kilometers on it. I don't fucking care that I live in a 1200 square foot house. I don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. As long as my kids get the opportunities they need. Past that, whatever happens to me is irrelevant. Like whatever happens to, I made a decision 13 years ago, whatever happened to me was irrelevant. It had to be about, at that time, it was about my daughter because I didn't have Kelly and Nate in my life. So my decision was, I will live in this parking lot. I will do whatever has to happen. Whatever happens to me in my life is totally irrelevant as long as my daughter has a good life. And that led me forward for a long time with good decisions. And I think that Maybe over the past little bit, I've got off track with that kind of stuff because then it was more what was the best for Kelly, Nate, and P. Because again, I don't really care what happens to me. Like my life is an irrelevant life as long as the three of their lives are good. So I think that I got off track with that maybe a little bit of stuff or something. I need to get back to that core because that core, that core value for me drives me forward to make good decisions. And I think maybe I started thinking about other things that weren't those three people directly all the time. And that's when I got off track. This is, that's heavy, Mike. Is it really? I don't know. I feel fine. I feel like you're going through some shit. No, not really. (laughs) No, I'm fine. I'm about average. No, I'm just, I've hated myself for 10 minutes. I've hated myself for 50 years. (laughs) This is nothing new. This is 49 years. I don't remember ever waking up one morning. And not absolutely hating myself. So really, you know, I got forty nine years of hatred in this. For me, that's this a, is a general conversation, man. That's a hell of a place to be. It it's definitely drives me forward. Well, Thinking you're a useless. You can piece find of motivation in it. Yeah. I can find motive. Well, that's. I mean, I have been posting demotivational things on my notes every day <laughs> because the motivational thing is oversaturated, man. Everyone's there's, so fucking motivated. It's so saturated. Like, fuck off with the motivational shit. There's so many I'm, motivational speakers. Imagine being the first demotivational speaker. Stay home. Do nothing. Get fat. Eat cheesies. People would love you. Wow. I think that's what our <laughs> prime minister does. Uh, well, when he's not busy censoring the news. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys get those notifications? Oh, yeah. 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 The news is well. That's why I made the post about the Heitman Academy and how we were obviously supporting it and And we were in dis we were in total disbelief that someone was arrested that was running a weird academy that had no background we were like i was shocked i don't i think the cops are just trying to shake them down there's no fucking way that that stuff's true well i made that post and i used the news link um so we could keep our listeners that follow us on instagram um at not our finest hour, P.O. Box, Ohio dash. Carroll, Ohio. Carroll, Ohio. Like Carol, Beautiful Ohio. Fairfield County. 
uh, I just wanted to, but when I shared the link, the the meta, the meta group, meta, they they took it down hmm. <laughs> immediately because I was sharing news. Only our country we live in. Unbelievable. Our country's fucked. Like that's fucked up, man. You can't share news from the U.S. So the actual legislation, though, is about. It's not necessarily like it's not my understanding of the actual legislation is this is about. Can the Canadian government saying if people share news links from specific news stations that Meta has to pay that news station for the link being shared that generated it. And Meta saying, yeah, we're not paying these news stations. And if you're a news station, you would want your shit shared as much as possible because then you can show your advertisers how much your shit been, has been shared. Like it's probably crushing some of these like these legacy media companies in Canada because I'm sure that there's got to be ad revenue based on how much your links are shared. Yeah, I media. I think that Canada just Canada is just such a smaller market that and then the U.S. that these U.S. companies don't really care. Like no, the, no, I'm um, talking about CTV though. Yeah, I'm sure global, they would care. Global news, like he's only fucking the Canadian companies. He's not. Yeah. Have you guys seen the riverboat brawl yet? Yes, that was intense, man. That was nuts. That was a crazy brawl. Have you seen the riverboat <laughs> Did you brawl? See the chat? guy swimming no. across the river. I have basically, no clue what this is. Basically, are looking um, it up right now? Sure. Yeah, look up river. Well, it, where I do think, you look it up? Is it banned? Is it news? Uh, Twitter plays it. Um, TikTok won't. They banned it all. But I think that Instagram's still allowing some of it to play. Basically, what happened was in Alabama, they were trying to dock this riverboat, and these people blocked the riverboat from docking because their um their boat was in the way and they refused to move it. And the dock attendant tried to get them to move the boat. And then they wouldn't. And then a fight broke out between the dock attendant and the people on the and the people on the pontoon boat. And like five people jumped this guy. And then this guy jumped off the riverboat and swam so that he could climb out. And then all these people, when the riverboat got docked, they all float out and they just beat the shit out of these people that were blocking the riverboat. Who I would say, after watching many videos, the people from the pontoon boat were fucking assholes and totally in the wrong. And uh, that's my opinion of it. But the Riverboat Brawl is a highlight if you've seen it. I'm watching it right now. Have you seen the guy swimming to the brawl? Yeah, he's coming. And then there's a guy who there's a guy who goes like full full bore with a chair, just starts yeah. just fucking beating people. So it's this a, guy climbs out of the water and gets in the brawl. I would be yeah. exhausted from that. I can't right. even walk up the driveway he's of my six, client's house. Apparently, he's 16 years old. And he uh, takes I, off his shoes and gets right to fighting. I gotta say, props to that motherfucker for helping out his. Like that guy isn't just like a bunch of people were yelling from the boat to try and get help for the guy who was getting beaten, but that guy jumped in the water, man. Yeah, like that guy's a baller. Like full, like, that motherfucker jumped in the water and swam to the brawl, and then like I wouldn't even have made it. I would have drowned halfway. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't swim worth a shit. It's one of the things I'm totally useless at in life is swimming. Yeah. But you have a swimming pool. Well, it's like four feet deep. 
We what? started digging a swimming pool today. That was exciting. Ooh. Yeah. Digging our swimming pool for our friend Tyler from Hallscape, who's an avid listener. So things are looking up for Favor King. It's not as dreary as you I felt made like it today out to was the a good. No, I felt like today was a good day. Yeah. Every day's a battle. No, I'm saying I'm trying to I wasn't being dreary about it. Yeah. I was saying that we're trying to fix the fix the operation. Oh, okay. Trying to I'm trying to I I was excited about it. That was me being excited. You should see what I'm actually doing inside. <laughs> I thought we were having like um a uh what is that when you have a therapist? One of those things? Well, the, therapy session. I'm just being therapy honest guy. and truthful. No, I appreciate that. I it makes a good what, podcast. That's what I thought we were supposed to be doing here. <laughs> I thought so too. Being honest and truthful. <laughs> hey, things are fucking great. We're killing it. Everything's fucking perfect, man. Join my academy. I mean, I was truthful that, you know, that original intro music that I made. So why why would yeah. we stop telling the truth here? <laughs> I'm feeling invigorated. The topic was the topic energized. Was energized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't think that my speech about how my life is going was not invigorating to the general public? The fuck are you talking about? It was crazily <laughs> invigorating. It's super so I saw this thing and it was called play bench cut and there's three things and then you say whether you're going to play them you're going to bench it or you're going to oh, cut it so that's what you were saying in the chat that's what I was saying yeah so I thought that was kind of fun that's a good one so I, like I have I have one here so you guys can do it uh, so remember it's play bench cut so, coffee, energy drinks, water. Oh. Uh, oh, man. As any good hardscaper would, you're going to play coffee, you're going to bench energy drink, and you're going to cut water. I'm going to cut energy drinks. Oh. I struggled with this. I used to be a big energy drink guy, but honestly, I don't drink them that much anymore. I don't know if it's the first year that I ever get into them. Really? I don't know if it's because yeah. I'm 50 and I'm worried about dying or <laughs> like having a huge, I drank one today. Uh, I'm probably, I would, I would play coffee cause I drink a fair amount of coffee. I would probably bench water and I would cut energy. If I had to, I would cut yeah, really? it. In I, my I, current state two years ago, maybe opposite, but that's where I'd be right now. In my current state, I would play water, bench coffee, cut, energy drinks i stopped drinking energy drinks when they started to make my chest feel like it was caving in that's when i doubled now, down <laughs> do you drink the ones with sugar or sugar free i don't think that's what makes I've your tried chest both. feel hollow uh, i don't <laughs> think I it's can, the sugar I can't, that drink makes the, I can't drink the ones with the sugar but i'll drink the sugar free mm. i feel that much better. if i'm drinking an energy drink honestly the one i buy now is i only buy red bull like the really? standard Red Bull and only the biggest can available. <laughs> and if I'm going for that, it's sugar full, full of sugar. Cause fuck it. I'm in that deep. Like if you're in so deep that you're drinking a Red Bull, if you wake up and you're like, fuck it, today's a Red Bull day. <laughs> the whole fact there's even a sugar-free version is a fucking joke. Who it's cares? the same as like diet Coke. <sighs> like why do we have, have a, diet a diet Coke, Coke over a regular Coke? I drink no Coke way. Yeah. I drink Coke Zero because I find regular Coke too syrupy. 
I don't I don't like sugar in my dr any drink. Like I Have you tried Coke Zero? Uh I Coke for Zero the long it, for the longest time Diet Coke. I couldn't understand the difference between Diet Coke and Coke Zero. There's a huge but Coke difference. Zero has no caffeine, correct? No, it has lots of caffeine. Does it? It has so a what's different the zero part. It's a different kind of fake sugar that's killing you. Aspartame. Diet Coke has aspartame, and this stuff is called something else that's in this one. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, here's the contents. Acetaminophen something. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, this has aspartame in it, too. Maybe it's a different kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Does it have caffeine, though? For sure it's got oh, caffeine. Oh, fuck yeah. It? it says caffeine on it. Oh, yeah. It's the last ingredient, but it's on there. Okay. Number one ingredient is, is carbonated water. Wow. You guys read this is a more landscaping. So I posted some landscaping content on the weekend that got like 20 likes and only one comment because it was landscaping content that no one cares about from me, anyways. <laughs> and someone actually commented on it saying, Ooh, hardscape content. Obviously, a podcast listener. He's been talking about how I never post anything that's hard. Those Kettleman bagels, though, man. I don't know if you guys have those stores by you. Right those across fucking, the street. Those bagels are fucking fantastic. Open 365. Does plow and snow, whatever the fuck you're doing, you can get a bit. I'll tell you that place. I wish Kettleman bagels would sponsor us. I mean, that bagel was fucking great. Yeah. I don't know if I'd get the onion bagel again, though, but if I was get, I might get a different one. But man, that was a great sandwich. The it onion bagel's awesome. up there. It's really good. It was good, man. So yeah. you go to the one across the street from you? Yeah. Um, what did you get? Did you get the Reuben? What did you get? I got the Montreal smoked meat. Oh, okay. The Reuben's good. I really like the Reuben, but I'm a big Reuben fan. I like but Reuben's. I, I'd say the onion's the best bagel. I, I would really? say so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I started with the best son. Maybe I'll be disappointed moving forward. <laughs> I tell you, that was a great sandwich, though. It got like an 8.2. Wow. It's, and it didn't have it. The thing I liked about it, though, was it was open 24 7. Hmm. So, like, if you're heading to an early hardscaping job, you can get a fucking Kettleman's bagel. Like, that place is 20. There's not even the locks on the doors. They <laughs> advertise that no locks on the doors because there's always some motherfucker there making bagels. I did. The one thing that I was kind of amazed at, though, I was like, is that there? I'm obviously there is. There's a big store. These people, these motherfuckers making bagels 24 7, 365. But I just didn't think there was that kind of bagel demand. But there must be. There must be. Yeah. Or they wouldn't exist. <laughs> so here's my second play bench cut IQ saw, quick cut, wet tub saw. Oof. You're gonna play the quick cut. It's the star oh, player what if, of, of okay. any landscape job. I guess you can put the water on it. So, all right. I was yeah. gonna say what happens. I if, don't, but you can. But what um, if I was just saying? What if you didn't have a choice? No dust. Uh, I guess if you had no choice. Anyway, quick cut. We're gonna play. Mm -hmm. We're gonna bench the IQ, and we're gonna kick. Yeah. I haven't used a fucking wet saw in five years at least. That thing was a nightmare to begin with. 400 pound fucking saw, drag it around, set up the scissor list and lift and catch your fucking fingers in it all the time. Yep. 
two people to carry and one person to set up the lift, like the the stand. Then you never know where the drain plug is. So, ah, oh, you yeah, opened I, up wounds in me, I, Mike. <laughs> well, I, okay, Chad, are you okay? Mike's worried okay. about me. I'm okay. I'm just yeah, saying. Like obviously, I've had a day Chad's, too, but... Chad's going on a tirade. He's uh, not had a great time today. Uh, uh, what are you doing, Mike? I'd say the same as Chad. Really? There's no, I don't know how you could have any different. I actually was going to put the wet sauce too because. It's actually more efficient than the my QSA. Why? Knock on wood, I haven't had problems, the same problems that a lot of other people have had with their IQ Same. Do you run it off a big enough generator? I don't even have one. I just oh, plug it into the house the and I haven't had a problem. No. I had I had I had two we had two at Ridge Lake IQ saws. Two of them. They were the old model though, they weren't the new model, to be fair yeah. to IQ. And we had Huge generators specifically bought for them. Yeah, we bought a forty five hundred just for that, and it yeah. it whizzes that thing. Like I've heard that people have plugged them into the house. Oh yeah, blows the breaker immediately. Blows the breaker, and then someone's like chest freezer downstairs will stop working, and the client won't realize for like four days, and all their shit will be ruined. Oh, <laughs> oh I haven't heard that so, story, but I love no. it. Yeah, so, that's <laughs> a great story. So that's the story never, dreams are made of. I will never run the uh, the saw off the client's house. The first time we bought it was like, so we were dealing with those things maybe 10 years ago when they very first came out. We had one. And uh, like, so we didn't know anything about it. So we plugged it in, blew the breaker. We ended up like, it just, it was a, they did work. And like one time we were working beside like some dude's Ferrari in Toronto. So they came in handy then. There was only a mild dust over the Ferrari. That wasn't coated in <laughs> But yeah, they're okay. Uh I don't know. I just I don't the wet saw was just always faster, but they are hassle. I guess I'll agree with you guys. I'll give it to you. Even though I don't have either of those kinds of saws. <laughs> I don't even own those guys of sauce. Yeah, I I only use it in the like pool coping caps. That's it. Yeah, there's it's not there's no other. Yeah. yeah, quick cut. That's it. Do you use the cleaning stone? I have one. The I don't. Dressing I do stone. not use it. The dressing stone. The dressing stone. Why, For the what? longest time, I had one in my passenger side door. For Ooh. years and years. Did you use it? I used it one time. Ooh. How much I, honestly, extra, I don't know what I'm doing. How much extra fuel do you think that your vehicle burnt over the years for the carry the dressing stone? <laughs> uh, not much, I'm sure. It cost you something. It must have cost me something. Everything costs something. Well, that's what I'm saying. It must have cost something to carry around the dressing stone you had no intention of using. For the convenience of it, I think it was worth it alone. Just in case. In case. So you carry a dressing diamonds stone. weren't aligned. At least I, I got a lot say, of hey, money invested in my backup chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I've been, well, it's so in every. Whenever you cleaned out the trucks, your aim was to be more fuel efficient in all the vehicles. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Time to stop at favor king. <laughs> the backup chain was running off a big fuel bill. So, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I always have the backup chain on my mirror of whatever vehicle I drive. So the backup chain to use it. 
the backup chain. Yeah. I did. This chain, one time the class broke, so I had to bust out the backup chain, which is literally exactly the same chain. I thought the backup chain was for if you saw like a really nice patio border that you had to steal. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to someone's house for a barbecue, I bring the backup chain just to just to check for horizontal creep or vertical <laughs> creep. <or whatever. laughs> you know, if I'm going to someone's house for a backyard barbecue, as soon as I bust into the backyard, I'm like, it looks like you got some horizontal creep here. Let's get it. This let's get me get the chain and give it a fucking pull. I want to see what's going on here. I want to. I interviewed uh, Paul from IQ Power Saw, and he actually said that the dressing stone was more so for tile saws as opposed to hardscape. Huh. But I've seen other um, you know manufacturers that create content really talk up the dressing stone. So I don't know who to believe in any situation. What is the what is the dressing stone supposed to be doing? It's just it's more coarse, so it exposes more of the diamonds, I guess. In the So um, why don't we use them with quick cuts? I'm sure you could. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I know nothing about us, it. Let us know what a fucking dressing stone is supposed to do. Well, the cream and the concrete's gotten lots of responses. <laughs> <laughs> so, I should have probably known that, but whatever. Um, Keep your expectations of me low and I'll never disappoint you. That's the truth. I I have a real dilemma, guys. Really? Um, well, yes and no, because... At this time next year, it won't be a problem at all. But right now, mm. it's a little bit of an issue. Um, I priced this job two or three seasons ago and ordered the material for it two or three seasons ago. It's probably a 100-foot wall, and it's uh, maybe six feet high. No, half that, sorry. I have 300 square feet of material, including steps and shit like that. It's a waterfront wall and my price at the time for some reason I wanted to give them a deal and I said I would put in the entire thing material and product for $23,000 taxes in and I thought I it's only going to take me three or four days I'll make some money anyway fast forward two or three years um, the wall is no longer going in because the dock permits aren't working out and a whole bunch of other shit, but the client wants to use that same material to build patios with like raised patios at his place. There's a little bit of room to get more money, but not much, even though the scope of the entire job has changed. What do I do? You can't return the product. This is oh, it's three-year-old Roka. Oh, like, three years. Okay. It, it's three years old of Roka. It's already paid for. We own it. Like, they just want to build raised stone decks out of it. Oof. But, like, and in their mind, and they're fucking phenomenal people. Don't get me wrong. But they feel like, well, since you're not doing one job for one price, you can do another job with the same material mm. and it should be close to the same price. Right. When, in my mind, like we're three years later now, 
Yeah. I still haven't installed this stuff. Prices have went up exponentially. Who's Do you put an expiry on your estimates or your quotes? My quotes, yes. But yeah. like we went into it with these guys that the project just kept getting pushed back and back. Right. So are you the bad guy who says, you know what, your price is double now? Or are you going to honor your price? And for how long? And for how long should you honor your price? I don't think it's reasonable, to be honest, to for a client to expect that. I think on all of our quotes, it says they're good for either six or 12 months. Yeah. I feel confident that's what it says. So. I know what you're saying, though. Like. you said you would install this amount of material for $23,000. Yeah. But three years later, you still own the material. Well, he owns the material, right? Now that he's... he's put How much is left after paid. the material? There's taxes in, maybe twelve k. You know? Um, not a lot of money left. And that's what well, I like haven't half, even done right? yet, right? Like, yeah. like I'm going to... You got to pay for act- like disp- activation disposal? He was going to excavate and he's like a construction guy. Right. So like I have faith that he could do some excavation and prepare the site for base and stuff like that. So he, but, you have to buy, still buy gravel. Yeah. Yeah. How much yeah. wiggle room was there? I want to say 20%. Right. So we're maybe looking at another 2k, 3k, which still, how much gravel do you have to buy? Uh, I'd say probably fifteen hundred bucks max. Well, you do have those great gravel rates. Yeah, we do have great gravel rates out here, and we can uh, truck them to ourselves. So he's in construction. He should understand. He should understand. He yeah. should. Uh, you, or did he say you, he knows how these things work? Have you spoke about this? He understands that there's going to be a First bit of a all, price well, increase. Hold but on. I hold don't. on. We need to establish this. If you do this job cheap, and you, well, not, if you do this job for the original quoted price, how many jobs can he promise you in the future from his friends and not deliver? Because that's, that's the key for me doing this job. If he can promise me 15 jobs that I'm never going to do for his friends, I am doing this all day long for the original quote. Is he a real estate agent? Is he he had mentioned at our last meeting that he's going for his real estate license. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but he's got a bunch of rentals and stuff. Like, yeah, I would, I would I honestly just well, do like, it for free. Like, I would, yeah, I just the opportunity for growth in the future with this person is tremendous. He is a good guy, and he's. Do you like, know him personally, or is he someone who randomly called you? No, I know him through the construction field in our city. Right, like, I feel like then you need to do this job and just bite it and do it. Just bite it and do take it. The 20, take yeah. the 20 points. Take the 20 points that he's offering. How many days is this going to be out of your life? Three days? Well, whenever it was one patio, it was three or four days. Now that it's front and back patio, we're looking split. at a week, a week and a half. A yeah. Split job. Yeah. Like it, you part of is the he, front, Do you have to back. add more material? Yeah. We got to add some pavers and stuff because it was all wall before and now it's no longer all wall. Well, I would right. tell him he's got to pay for the new pavers. And the oh, absolutely. 
right? But then you put the screws to them for the new pavers because there's an install cost on that too, right? I would, yeah. yeah. I would say I'll we install... can recoup a bit there. I would say, bro, I you're becoming a real estate agent, which is going to lead me to a whole bunch of non-work. <laughs> and you already promised to introduce me to more of your conduction friends that don't need any work. So I will install the original material for the original cost. Any extra material, that's material plus install. Yeah. So I'm back like, up to, yeah. I would, I would install the, like the original material for the original cost, the wall material. But if you want pavers, that's pavers plus install plus gravel plus. Yeah. You can't. The guy expects you to install a bunch of pavers for the same price from no. two years ago. No, there was no pavers on the original project, right? But now there's obviously raised landings and everything, so we're gonna have to figure those out somehow. Um, Do you need a software to help you with that? Uh, that's a great I, lead-in, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> a, a software. Can you go back and? re-engineer my original quote <laughs> so that it looks it was the right price from the beginning and i'm not fucking snowballing this fucking awful terrible basement deal is this place like from your from my shop 15 minutes max oh that's okay but man. it's cornwall everything's 15 minutes max yeah but still so, 15 minutes isn't far no no it's uh if that's a saving grace on the job <laughs> I've run it's my mouth into close. some terrible shit that's like two hours from my shop. So. Oh, yeah, this is at yeah. least fifteen minutes, of, you know, away. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, I suppose. And you say you're not positive. Look at that. You're like, I never said I wasn't positive. Here. That was you guys' impression, saying that my conversation wasn't uh, positive. That wasn't uh, me. I felt like I was being pretty upbeat about the whole situation. <laughs> the two of you that felt like I wasn't. I felt like I was I was a ringing positivity. Uh, we'll play it back. <laughs> right. Someone will play it back. We'll, that would be fantastic. We'll put up a poll after the the week's episode airs, and <laughs> we'll ask what your mental state seems oh, like. Oh, I had I had another uh, play bench cut. I have another one. Go for it. Chevy Dodge Ford. You guys have the same cup. Mine's from uh, PV Mart. Oh, What's it's, that? Uh, uh, the old uh, TSE tractor supply. Oh, mine's says Yeti anymore. on it. I don't know where it came from. I can't afford one of those. Holy, really? Can't afford a Yeti. I think no. it was free. Well, I'm, actually, this I one I think someone got me. I have a bunch of. I have some that came free, free too. But this one I think someone got for me. I do like it. Is that the one you said you were going to give me? Yeah, then I started drinking out of it. <laughs> never saw you. Oh, oh, it's not like you just never come around anymore. Mine's peeling around. You used to the come top. over all the time. <laughs> you used to come around. This oh, here's yeah. this is a different yeti. It's a small yeti that holds coffee, and I got this when I was in Atlanta doing sales training at head office. At Permacon, Confirm, oh. whatever. This has survived that long. I thought Permacon I, was Canadian. 
No, it's owned by Old Castle. Yeah, but I thought it was called Permacon was called it, something else in America. Belgard. Belgard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but Belgard is called something else in Canada. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. okay. Just fine. in Ontario, yeah. right? Uh, Quebec and Ontario. It's the only place Belgard is called Permacon. Everywhere else in North America, it's called Belgard. So was it Permacon head office, or was it some other? No, I office? was at I was at Old Castle's head office. Okay, in, there. That's in what I was Atlanta searching for. Yeah, Belgard is actually a division of Old Castle. The biggest is Permacon brick company in the world is that? Old Castle? Uh, well, it's a pretty that... big company. There's a lot of stuff that's Old Castle. Yeah. Like almost everything is if you look at if you start really looking at shit in like building supply places, almost everything says an old castle company. But they never change the name of anything. Hmm. Like instead of calling it all because all of this, even Old Castle is a division of CRH. So Old Castle isn't even actually the company. Old Castle <laughs> is the company that owns a bunch of companies that's owned by another company in Ireland called CRH. In Ireland. In Ireland, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There's no corporate tax in Ireland. Burger King's headquarters are there too. You should move the NDL. I wonder if that, yeah, I could get behind no corporate tax. That's for sure. CRH has a market cap or net worth of $43.52 billion. They employ 75,800 people in 29 countries. I used to be one of those people. Did they minus a person when I left? Uh, it actually says here, since Paver King left, their share mar- uh, market share is actually. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you watching a video of the guy shotgunning beers in the name of. Like you put it in our group chat. Me? You yeah. Did? I put. I didn't put it in there. I didn't I put it in there. I don't remember that at all. Uh, let me go our, back and see. In one of our group chats, you put in a video of. Oh, <laughs> somebody sent that to me. <laughs> oh, somebody sent that to you? To, yeah, because when I went back after that uh, pickled egg episode, <laughs> I couldn't find this. I didn't see this one. I found the one where you were making uh, maple donut uh, sandwiches or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody sent this to me and I never saw this. And it's <laughs> you handing out non-alcoholic Budweiser beers as a sales rep and people shotgunning it in the paper. <laughs> yes, I know, yeah. That's, That's awesome. how you sell papers, baby. That's... I have never seen that, having worked at a supplier for seven years and also now had a to... landscaper. I've never seen a sales rep be so dedicated as to think of unique ways to bring people in and sell them products. So I don't know if I sold any more product or not. I feel you like made, they you made people happy. <laughs> I feel like the people at that event were happy. It looked like it. Yeah. I feel like they were happy people. I feel like I had a good time then. I'm glad yeah. you keep those uh, so that people can always go back and, and watch them. I've saved every story I've ever put up. I hope that you never get banned from Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Knock on wood. I, shadow banned. Yeah. I don't like I don't like the story disappear. Bothers me. Just That's why of, I never doubled down t- on Instagram. I, hmm. I so I say I've say like if you look at there's in the stories, there's I have one for all of them. You know what people did enjoy this week? 
the fact that I hit 500 followers on threads, but there was no giveaway. And I pointed that out. People enjoyed that. I had a few people message me about, wow, I'm really excited about how you're not giving anything away at 500 followers. I was like, I know. <laughs> it's fucking thrilling. I lost my... I was going to run a big contest for a bit there, but now I don't know where the fucking custom-ordered Ray-Bans are. They're in uh -huh. the house somewhere. They're lost. Maybe they got stolen. I don't know. She didn't leave them in one of the trucks? Did I tell that story on the last podcast oh, about no so about the about brad finding my sunglasses i don't think so have i heard oh this is a good story <laughs> so i parked i parked my truck one day and then i came back to it and i left it in the middle of the yard and cody was there so i was like can you put this away i gotta go so i don't know what i was doing and i left i think cody used the truck for something and the next day I got in the truck and my sunglasses, my big yellow sunglasses from X-Power Eyewear, who haven't done fuck all for me lately. So come on, X-Power Eyewear, step up your fucking game. Um, X-Power Eyewear, listen, you probably sold at least two pairs of glasses from me. I should get a free, absolutely free ride for three people to H&M. <laughs> I think that should be a three-person ride. And they're going to say, but because of the taxes. Because of taxes. We can't give it to you. <laughs> so, so we're going to offer you nothing. We're going to give you nothing. Um, <laughs> we're giving you nothing. That's on par with my life. So great. Uh, so I looked in the truck. I didn't find them. And I called Cody and said, hey, have you seen my glasses? And she said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I kind of doubled down on I know they were on the dash and they're not there anymore and she doubled down on the fact that she did not know where they were and so I began ripping the truck apart looking for these glasses then I ripped the Veloster apart then I searched the shop at our yard because I thought maybe I wandered in there and put them down and this became for about a week was like consuming my life because I actually really like those glasses and then in the we're in the process of uh, buying another bin truck, and I had gone to look at it myself. Uh, I like a week before that, and because I had a clear memory of the glasses being on the dashboard of the truck, clear. And a week later, or I don't know, maybe six days later, Brad, I had a, obviously I don't know enough about the truck to make a pure judgment on it so i'd ask brad to go by and have a look at it so brad went by and had a look at it and he climbed into the truck and then he sent me a picture and said hey i think these are your sunglasses in this truck <laughs> and i said they are my sunglasses and then i felt bad for you know kind of thinking that cody had lost my sunglasses maybe for the last six days but actually she had fuck all to do with it so uh i I didn't apologize to her about it. I'll say that much. Ugh. But I did. But Brad did rescue my sunglasses from the bin truck. We'd, but see, I did have a clear memory of the glasses being on a dashboard of a bin truck, just not one that we owned. <laughs> so <laughs> it was that. But that's the size of my life right there. I left my glasses. And so anyways. We stole so, our tandem back this week. Stole from the back. from the mechanic, yeah. 
our new tandem. We bought it and then sent it right to the mechanic. And then we wanted to pick it up on Friday, but they said they needed it. They wanted to weld the uh, pintle hitch onto the back of it. And I said, okay, fine. I'll try again next week. And Monday rolled around and it happened to be a holiday. So we took our spare key and snuck in and picked up the truck and we brought it back to the yard. We painted it from red to black and then snuck it back again this morning before they even knew. Nice. So that's a stealth move. And then the business owner called me and said, Hey, your other truck's done because for some reason the compressor was seized. And then he said, Hey, do you mind sending me a picture of your new credit card? Your old one is expired and we need card on file. And you thought immediately <laughs> of grass cutting. Yeah. Yeah. Were you a grass cutter before? Because <laughs> <laughs> they all ask for card on file. No. Did anyone bring, did he bring up the root density with you? No. Listen, I got card on it, file and root density here. His shop is so close that we often ride trucks there with severe issues or with no plates for him nice. to repair. That He's seems quite dense large. It's that close. It's You could walk there if you really needed to. Um, and you could also... Well, someone could road. walk there. Someone could walk there. Not, not you or me. I, I suppose. No, I couldn't but, walk there for sure. Um, someone could. You just take the back road through the quarry and you're right there. And there's obviously no MTO sitting on the quarry road. So... Well, and you're in. Is there a lot of MTO in Cornwall? This past week, there's been a lot of MTO in Cornwall. We've seen. Them Do you daily. like know the guy? Like, there's twelve no. people in Cornwall. Are you like, no. hey man, I went to high school with you? No. Do you no. ever look at the MTO people, the MTO guy, and say, "I'm really sorry, I fucked your daughter"? Like, I, I didn't mean that. Like, because is Cornwall so small? <laughs> no, I'm. I haven't met many old MTO guys in Cornwall. So if I was fucking their daughter. In high school? Well, they wouldn't have daughters. I'm saying, I'm sorry I was fucking your daughter when I was in high school. Well, uh, no, they're not that old. They're not that old. No? You haven't done? Okay. Well, so much for that. Yeah, they're all young and incompetent. Oh, that's definitely a good trait with those, that profession. Yeah. Yeah. That profession, very rarely, very rarely met uh, Super competent person. <laughs> and they'll have different criteria. I feel like that profession is like a mixture of people who couldn't make it as a mechanic and couldn't make it as a cop. I'm <laughs> 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 not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be it's, truthful. Here. Well, why Listen, would you go and be a mailman or something? Why do you want to be a fucking I don't know MTO there's officer? a great feature in being a mailman. <laughs> why? How is being an MTO any better than being a mailman? I just don't think there's a great future in because I feel like male is dying. Uh, if you're a young guy, young person in their twenties, are you looking like the future is in paper mail? <laughs> like I just, I no, feel you're like, right. I but... feel like that's like, if you're 22 coming out of college and you're like, I want to get a job that's going to last me the rest of my life. I don't know that you look at the post office and say, fuck. Yeah. I, Does anyone uh, ever come out of, high school looking for a career and choose an MTO officer though? Well, I'm saying, I think they wanted, I think if you, I think if you come out of high school, 
and you're saying to yourself, I want to be a police officer. I want to serve and protect. And then you flunk out of that. And then you say to yourself, you know what? As a backdrop, I'm going to become a licensed mechanic. I'm going to be a mechanic. And then you you spend $100,000 on tools and then flunk out of that. <laughs> now you've flunked out of being a police officer and you've flunked out of being a mechanic. And you say, what are the options for a failed police officer and a failed mechanic? And you say to yourself, an MTO officer is perfect because no one has any expectations of those people to know anything. True. You could become yeah, a car thief. I don't, could you? I mean, Maybe? mechanic, police officer, you know what to look for. You know how yeah. to get away. Have you That's ever been true. pulled over, Mike? Not by the MTO, no. Never? Really? Never. It's fun. I fly it's under their radar. Something else. I got a ticket well, once for... He doesn't for... tow a trailer, though. Rarely. They're never going to pull you over yeah, if you're true. not true. Yeah. yeah. I got a ticket for having no CVOR. Um, and that was early years in business when my truck was a hundred kilograms into CVOR territory. Perfect. It was a one ton fucking, he's like, you have to have a CVOR. I'm "I'm fucking new at this man. Like, what do you expect from me? Like I got an empty dump trailer behind me. Like you're saving the the law. Like you're. Yeah. But the problem, the law is that you have they don't have to tell you about it you have to know about it if you're on the road yeah, but there's no leniency come on now like well there could be they did not they chose not yeah. to yeah probably because of your neck tattoos i didn't have <laughs> neck tattoos at the time i was so new in business <laughs> did you have the, the hand tattoo yeah well i've had those since university so uh that's potentially the problem do you have a tattoo on that's discrimination. I agree with you. I'm not saying <laughs> I would discriminate with you because of that. See, even my clients don't discriminate against me. Well, some might have. They just didn't hire you. Yeah, you but don't those aren't them. my clients. Well, I right? get that. So yeah. obviously, yeah, your clients aren't. But how many people do you know that there's people who may have discriminated me because I'm fat? They're like, I don't want some fat landscaper here. I want a lean, mean landscaper that works with his shirt off. And that's all women like that. Yeah, that's true. You know, I want someone who's going to take my $60,000 deposit and never come back. <laughs> Somebody shows up in a nice car, perhaps. Do you guys think that the fall of the height? Now, I want everyone to realize we do support the Heightman Academy. And everything we but, say is alleged. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's alleged. Yeah. All unproven accusations. Yeah. Do you think that the fall of the Heitman Academy may be the first in the domino of a, of universities and academies that might come tumbling down? Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if you you see more of it in the next six to eight months. I don't know if they can make it through the winter. The winter will be tough for them. That's my premonition with no, no at the university they at the university they teach snow snow plowing and how to make millions of dollars from that. But you're not getting deposits for big jobs snow no. plowing, right? So no. I feel like if the big jobs aren't there for next year and you can't call in those deposits, yeah, that's gonna be tough for some guys. Well, I think that probably you, when you're taking the money from a deposit to finish the job you're on. And then there's no, there's no next job. That's when you end up there's, fucked. Yeah. The pyramid scheme. 
it's must be tough for those uh, university members to know that they were just funding uh, construction. No, academy members. Not oh, sorry. Academy this members. Academy. This was we're, an academy. We're just propping up somebody's construction business. Yeah. I haven't seen a million academy members run out to defend, talk about what an amazing person. I'm sure they wouldn't want people to know that they were a part of the academy, maybe. Not if you believed in it. Well, yeah, if you believed we in it. We need an Epstein-style list of everybody <laughs> who subscribed to that academy. <laughs> <laughs> but this time we'll release it. <laughs> it's, man. 